Yeah. Tensions is definitely rising. Teed up right now. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time, tea time, tea time. Tea time like I got a cup of this. Tea time like golf at a quarter to six. I love the f on a regular. Famous lame, but they stay on my. Heard your new joint is embarrassing. You talk to the cops on some therapy. You act like you love this America. But really, the truth is you're scared of the six. Yeah, you're scared of the six. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 215 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's been a long time. It's been too long. It's been too long. I know I was on summer vacation, <clears throat> but I'm back now. Football is back. College football is back today. NFL football is back next week. I'm back right now. Let's go, man. Let's go. Um, listen. Couple house cleaning things before I get started. Episodes will now be dropping on Wednesdays and Saturdays, so expect to hear me two times a week, once during the week, once during the weekend, every week for the you know the remainder of the year. So get ready for that. Um, also, I got a couple of more things down the line within the next two months that's coming. I can't tell y'all right now everything top secret, but it's on the way. Um, stay tuned for, to my social medias for updates and everything like that. But um, I'm happy to be back, man. I really am. There's a lot to talk about, so I'm not going to hold this up. Oh, I will say, Wednesday, I will be celebrating five years of Electrify, so we're going to get into that on Wednesday. But right now, let's talk about this Jonathan Taylor situation. Because before this, before I, I went on vacation, one of the last episodes I did was about the value of the NFL running back. And it seems to me that... NFL, you know, you start running back in the eyes of the brass, meaning the management. Their value is only high when you're trying to get something in return for them. I mean, <laughs> you got Jim Harrison and Chris Ballard running around talking about how basically they don't need Jonathan Taylor. Right, that's why they won't pay him. Basically, so many words, that's what's being said. Read between the lines. they like, man... As a team, we don't need them. We don't got to pay them. Okay. So, if you look at this guy, if y'all telling us that y'all look at this guy as somebody who is expendable and replaceable, why y'all asking for so much for him? If he if he's that okay, if he's that average, why y'all asking so much for him? Y'all should be okay with a third round pick and a pack of Skittles. Like, for real. For real. God bless. <laughs> y'all should be okay with the bare minimum. Why are y'all asking for so much? I had my PS5 since day one. Retail price. If I sit here and tell you I play it once every six months and then I try to sell it to you when I pay retail, I try to sell it to you for $1,500, you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. I don't value it. Why should I expect you to value it? You understand what I'm saying? How can you do this and then be so out in the open about it I mean It's crazy It's like you're disrespecting this man on purpose It's disrespectful to me So let's backtrack How did we get here is the question How did we get here Let's go back to July When the contract situations uh, The contract uh, conversations inevitably broke down So Jonathan Taylor Went and got on, on a uh, team bus With Jim Harris at a training camp A hot day in July Went on there and had a conversation We all knew 
how that conversation was going to go. When John Taylor got off the bus, he said, yo, trade me. I want to I, I, I be out of here. I need to go somewhere where I feel appreciated, right? Owner Jim Irsay said, it ain't happening. He said, we're not trading them now. We're not trading them in October. That's what he said. That was, and it's like, it don't matter what sport it is, basketball, MLB, if, if your owner comes out and says that, he's lying. He's lying. Because if the price is right, RP, Bob Barker. If the price is right, they'll make that deal. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. That's what Ted DiBiase said. Everybody's got a price. Right? So you fast forward to last week. Huh. Now all of a sudden the Colts granted Jonathan Taylor permission to seek a trade with a deadline of this past Tuesday. Of course the deadline came and went. Of course it did. Of course it did. Because when you hear the type of stuff that the Colts were asking for Jonathan Taylor, you got to sit there and say, Jim Ersey on that yak. Just like his daddy. He on that yak, man. He's on that yak. It, it just does not make sense, man. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, fantasy football. If I have a player who doesn't touch the field for me, like he never gets my roster, my starting lineup, let's say, like, you got a, a, a number two back on your team. Number three, but like he's not even, you know, he, he, he's barely getting burned. But he, he, he provides some points, but just not for you. Barely use him. Then you try to trade him for me, and you, you ask him for uh, Derrick Henry and a, and a top five receiver. Are you crazy? Are you insane? No, you barely use him. You barely care about him. So you look at John Taylor, y'all, y'all talking about this man like he a dog. And, and I'm not talking about the dog where he got that dog in him. I'm talking about him like talking bad about him. You understand what I'm saying? When they asked John, uh, when they asked Chris Ballard about you know why he's not paying John Taylor, his response was, "Well, we won four games last year, fam. Y'all had injuries. Y'all ain't have good quarterback play. There were a lot of things going on. So to put that on the shoulders of John Taylor is insane to me." And, and, and it's funny, it's funny Because when it's time to talk about money All of a sudden everybody want to talk about all the bad They don't want to talk about the good you've done for them though they, they, don't, they don't want to talk about all of the good things that you've done When it's time to get that bag All of a sudden It's your fault we won four games last year That's insane to me That's insane And if you think Chris Ballard Doesn't need to be drug tested Let me tell you he does Media was like, hey, do you think that, you know, you got a rookie quarterback without him having his star running back? Do you think that's going to, like, stun his growth? Is that going to hurt him, like, in a way? He said, and I quote, did it stun Andrew Luck's growth without a special back? Sir, are you serious? Are you serious? Like, are you dumb, stupid, or what? Like, what? pick one. What, what is it, man? What are you? Because you're not serious. You're very unserious. Andrew Luck was a once-in-a-generation type of player, right? He was a freak of nature. Y'all didn't even appreciate him. So to compare your new rookie quarterback to Andrew Luck is wild. It's wild, man. It's wild. You got Jim Irsay talking about basically saying we don't need him. And then, so y'all saying this to the media. Y'all saying this to the media. But then y'all getting these conversations with these teams. And you asking for Christian Wilkins, Robert Hunt. 
and, and Jalen Waddle, all from Miami. So which one is it? <laughs> is he good or not? Is he valuable or not? Which one is it? Because if he is worth those three players, why isn't he worth a new contract? Because you think about it. Y'all love to say, oh, it's business at the end of the day. Okay, if it is business, let's say they had, if they get got two out of those three players, if you got a Christian Wilkins and a Jalen Waddle and probably some first-round picks, you're going to end up spending more money on all of that than you would a contract extension right now. So what kind of business are we doing here? Make it make sense. I did the math on everything. Some here ain't adding up. It ain't making sense. It's not, man. It's not. I don't get it. And then it's uh, something else that shocked me. But I never take these reports serious because we we be bluffing. Talking about uh, Green Bay was a mystery team that tried to get them. Now, in a perfect world, if it was me, I would have traded A.J. Dillon. Hell, y'all can take my first rounder. Yeah, take a first rounder. Yeah, have one. A.J. Dillon, the first rounder. Y'all good with that? Take him. Is that an interception? Yes, it is. Go blue. But they asking for A.J. Dillon, the first round pick, and Christian Watson. Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. But I would have made that trade. Because JT and Aaron Jones are the same backfield. Oh, my God. That would have been crazy. But all I'm trying to say is, man, pay the man. Pay the man. Pay the man. Like, seriously, it's crazy to me, bro. Like, imagine your supervisor at a, at, a, at a team meeting just start dogging you in front of everybody because you asked for a raise. Like, you at your staff meeting and they dogging you. Your, your boss dogging you because you asked for a raise. Then you say, oh, I got another job offer. Now he, they, they try and keep you. But not pay you Come on man it, it, If this was happening to you At your 9 to 5 You would be pissed I, That's what I always try to do Even when I Like when I'm teaching at school I always try to break everything down And make it relatable to y'all man Always Always Because you have to think I know It's a different world It's a sport It's millions of dollars But If you just think If you just think What if that was me in my regular life situation You wouldn't be You would not let that slide You wouldn't So now they got Jonathan Taylor On the pup list So he gonna miss some games I don't know man It's a messy situation And then they tried to You know the media tried to put I don't know who put the reports out That you know he was basically Faking an injury And all this other stuff It's messy man But If y'all Like you said Like Chris Ballard said He expects him to be back with the team Okay if you expect that why y'all talking like he's not? You understand what I'm saying? It's like y'all y'all not gonna ever repair that that relationship. I don't think that relationship's ever getting repaired. I think like you look back at what else we saw this year with the Lamar situation, and that looked we we all knew Lamar was getting paid. He wasn't going nowhere. But this is something different, man. This this is blatant disrespect. Uh, it, it does not seem that there is any love between. Jonathan Taylor, Chris Bowden, Jim Arisay. It's it's crazy. It's sad. And meanwhile, in Miami, they just made the highest paid fullback a thing. Uh, and then in Minnesota, TJ Hawkinson just became like the highest paid tight end. It, everybody's getting paid except for the running backs. Literally everybody. 
Saquon Barkley sold out. Josh Jacobs came out, took a, took a little more than Saquon. I hate this for the running backs, man. I hate this for the running backs. I do. I really do, man. It's sad. And we say the same, I say the same thing over and over. The running back is the hardest position in the league, in football. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care about the quarterback. Care about Rob Seaver. Fam, as a running back, you're blocking. You're getting hit. Sometimes you're going off a pass. You you, you are physically involved in everything, every single play, for the most part. And you're getting banged on. Every single play. Hardest position in the league, man. And it's the least respected. Least respected. You know, I think running backs deserve way more respect than they get. And it's like, they always want to talk about the numbers. Oh, look what they're doing. They're so good. Everybody wants to big the running back up, but they want to pay him. They want to pay him. Don't make sense, man. It doesn't make sense. How can you not get paid for doing your job well? How is that a knock on you? Oh, you do your job too good. We can't pay you. Well, you, you do your job so well. We're going to go get a, a rookie running back who we think can do your job, do the job as, as good as you, but probably won't, instead of paying you. Yeah, nah, man. It's a dirty business. It's a, it's a dirty business, and it's sad, and I hate that it's happened to Jonathan Taylor because I like Jonathan Taylor. He's a good running back, man. He's great, bro. Great running back, and y'all can't even pay the man, but here y'all are asking for the world in return for him. Nah. Nah, it's nasty out here. It's nasty. It's nasty everywhere. It's it's nasty everywhere, man. It really is. It really is. It's also nasty in the world of boxing. It's a lot. It's a lot of things going on, man. That that I just I'm not liking right now. And it's been a solid year for the sport, man. We've seen some good fights, and not just the big ones either, man. Uh, like you know, I I lock in. And watch, you know, the the fights that Showtime has been putting on. Showtime and Premier Boxing Champions have been putting on great cards this year outside of the pay-per-view fights as well. Um, Do your homework on PBC being the best thing for boxing right now. But something that has been bothering me, and I talk about this all the time. Why? We know why. But I got to ask, why do these UFC fighters continue... To call out boxers Family It ain't gonna work for you It's not And all we can do Is continue to blame Floyd and Connor Because this is their fault They generated The biggest Most talked about thing You got the best of both worlds It was a huge man It was huge They did a big media run all over and, and everybody was like Oh my god How can we re- How can we replicate this Hasn't been replicated since Cause this Francis And Ngannou And Tyson Fury thing Isn't nowhere close to that And this is what people Don't understand I feel like I've explained this before But I'll explain it again Floyd and Connor Was not Just about MMA And a boxer It wasn't just two randoms These were two polarizing personalities who were the best like in their sport 
it just it, it made sense. And and Connor, they had words. Like this was a real thing, man. This wasn't just some hey, we should do him versus him in a boxing ring and see what happens. It wasn't that. This is these were the fan bases had been clamoring for this. Like people were asking for this. Nobody asked for Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury. No, nobody asked for any of these MMA guys to get in the ring. We don't want to see it. Your own, one of your own people said it's easier to become a champion in MMA than it is in boxing because boxing is harder. It is. It's the hard sport. None of you can do it. Y'all not, y'all not getting in there and beating a professional boxer. I'm sorry. And then it's like, y'all not even calling out, like, you know, scrubs. Y'all calling out the best of the best. It does not. It, it's sad, bro. Dana, please pay your people, man. Please pay your people. Please, man. Because they need it. They're hungry. They're starving. The boys need to eat, man. Them girls, they need to eat. Pay your people. Because that's what, that's what happened McGregor. McGregor knew he wasn't going to get in there and beat Floyd. But he knew what was coming after that is what a bag. A bag that he never seen in the octagon. And you know, you know that's the retirement plan right there. That's just that's your stimulus package. The boxing stimulus package. That's how that's how MMA fighters gotta get out of the game now. They gotta go box. Even if it's Jake Paul, you gonna go get a bag for fighting Jake Paul. You understand what I'm saying? It's sick out here, man. So, a couple weeks ago, you got Sean O'Malley, who I really don't like. He becomes new champion in the UFC. You know, he in, in one of his little press conferences, he's calling out Javante Davis. Talking about he's 5'2", he can do this and that. That would be a big fight. What? What are you talking about, man? What are y'all talking about? Why are you calling out? Why? Why is that on your mind? Why? Why is that on your mind? Then you're gonna say you ain't really you don't really watch him, but you would you think it'll be a good fight. Well, go do your homework on Javante Davis knocking everybody out. Like that's what you need to do. And y'all know I'm not really a Ryan Garcia guy. I'm not. I'm not. But hold on, did he delete the tweets? Cause Ryan Ryan broke it down for him and I appreciated that. You know what I mean? Ryan been hanging around with Floyd too. I don't know if y'all saw that. I don't know if y'all saw that. Do your homework on Ryan Garcia coming to the light. Alright, here we go. He said, Sugar Sean, you are good and all. But stop talking about this. I'm going to box stuff. You'll just get knocked out. Then here comes Sean O'Malley, like you did or different. Boxing, Ryan Garcia said, Boxing and MMA are two different sports. And if you need a reminder, let me know. I'll gladly do a tune up for my return fight. I respect that. Come come get some. And this is this is the thing. People all it's always them. It's always the MMA fans. Oh, did they get in the octagon? Nobody said that. That's the thing. Y'all want to get in the in the boxing ring. Ain't no. I've never heard a boxer say, "Well, I'll go get in the octagon." Touchdown. Because no, that's not where I'm. That's not my level of expertise. That's not where I am fit. That's not where I am trained. That's not where I'm professionally trained. I'm not professionally trained in MMA. So why would I go get in there? It should never be that. Floyd was never getting in there with Connor. Who cares? It's not happening. Y'all called me out. And you want to come into my arena. That's on you. I don't got to go back there. I don't got to step over there to prove a point. 
There's nothing to prove. There's nothing to prove. Y'all want to get in this ring. All right, come get in this ring. I'll show you how hard it is over here. It's a different sport, man. Oh, he shanked that. Wow. It's a different sport. Completely different sport. It just, it just, your, your, your MMA skills do not translate to the, to the squared circle. It doesn't, man. It doesn't. It doesn't. Ugh. Dang, pay your, pay your people, man. Pay your people, man. Pay your people so they can stop doing this. Because it's not going to happen. I promise you. And like I've said before, anybody can go to the UFC and become a champion. You can. Don't act like it's not true. Don't act like it's not true. I've used this example before. Brock Lesnar, he goes to the UFC because we're having we champion. Do you think Brock Lesnar would have done that in boxing? No. Brock Lesnar's a freak, so I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like Brock Lesnar, no real background in MMA. He's just a great wrestler, but he was knocking people out. WWE champion, athlete, like, but he got in there and made an impact fast. Like, at that time, if you would have put Brock Lesnar in the ring with one of the Klitschko brothers, he's not beating them. It's going to be quick and, uh, and ugly. But Brock was able to get in the UFC and do his thing. You can't just jump. You don't play boxing, man. You can't just jump in the ring and be Floyd Mayweather or Canelo Alvarez or Mike Tyson. You can't do it. You can't. But you can jump in that octagon and become the, the, the guy or the girl. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. But all it is is about money. They don't. They Sean O'Malley know he can't beat Tank. He'll get knocked the hell out. And y'all know that. And don't. And like I said, don't be like, oh, but what if what if Tank get knocked gone? Nope. Nobody's thinking about that. <laughs> We're not. We don't care. Like y'all, y'all make me not like UFC, and I like UFC, but I hate y'all fans, bro. Like the diehard UFC fans, I despise y'all. Sorry, not sorry. Let's talk about some real boxing. So. Errol Spence Jr. earlier this week enacted his rematch clause. And um, it looks like the fight between him and Terrence Crawford will happen. But when, I don't know. Now, initially, before the fight, they were like, all right, if they do it again, it'll probably be in December. That was before the beatdown. And with the beatdown, the boxing commission, they only gave him two months off. That's insane to me. Ryan Garcia got knocked out with a body blow, and they, and they gave him six months off. How how is that how does how's that add enough? How does that make sense? Like I watched Errol Spence get beat to a bloody pulp, fall down multiple times. Y'all say y'all looked at that and said, eh, he only need two months off. He can get right back to it. What are we talking about? What the hell are we doing, man? What the hell are we doing? Um I think that okay, I understand. Y'all wanna you wanna run it back. I think that my concern for Errol Spence isn't about what I saw in the ring. I think it's more so what I saw leading up to the fight before the bell rang. I, I'm not even just talking about, you know, his backstage interview. I'm talking about, you know, how he looked on all access. I think that, you know, everything he's been through these last few years, the car accidents and everything, has taken a toll, a way more toll on him, you know, especially with the retina thing. I don't know, man. I'm not saying that. Because he has fought since, you know, before this, the Crawford thing. He has fought and been all right. But I'm just saying. I'm concerned, man. I'm concerned. 
I don't know if the fight's going to happen at 147, maybe 154. I'm hoping 154, but how much of a distance difference will it make? I love Errol Spence. I want him to beat Crawford. But I don't know if we... I don't know. I think it'll, maybe it'll be a more competitive fight at 154. I think, he, I think he can, it'll... I don't think it's going to be a beatdown. But from a business standpoint, how are y'all going to make money off this fight? Especially if y'all do it like immediately, how are y'all gonna make money off of this? Who's paying to go see that? Who's paying for that on pay per view? It wasn't like the first fight was a a, a dog fight. It was it was a blowout. So how can you make Crawford Spence too sexy? You got to spin it as a redemption story, a comeback story, you know, something like that. But. How do you sell? How do you put asses in seats to convince people that it's going to be that? After how easy Terence Crawford made the first fight look. I don't know, man. I, I I love Errol Spence. I was sick that he lost. I I was that was the most uncomfortable I've been since um the second Tyson Fury and Wilder fight. I was just like, fam, this is bad. Like I really wanted to throw the damn towel in myself. Like. We didn't even talk about that, bro. That was really bad, man. That was really bad. Like that was I was going to actually try to do a little show for that one, but I never got around to it. Fam, that was horrible. Like that was a genuine beat down. Like, bro, he whooped that man like he stole something, bro. Like I gave like I'm scoring the fight. I gave Spence the first round. And then after that, I don't know. It just looked like he was in his dream trying to fight somebody. Like it didn't even look real, bro. Like, he did not look like he was there. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I respect him for saying let's run it back because you got to. You got to get your lick back, right? Well, you got to at least attempt to get your lick back. You ain't going to let nobody just whoop you in and keep moving because now you got Terrence Crawford running around like he pop. He, where he from? Nebraska. He in Nebraska trying to, he crip walking, having parades. Yeah, you, you, you got to get your lick back, Spence. You can't, man. He running around like he pop, man. Talking bad about you, man. You know what I mean? You feel me? So yeah, I, I expect I expect it to be. Maybe it'll be different. I hope so, for our sake and for Spencer's sake. Because if it gets ugly again, we may be having a conversation about Spencer not boxing anymore, man. You understand what I'm saying? That's the conversation I don't want to have. That's the conversation that everybody was trying to have. It. Immediately after the fight But I wasn't trying to have that conversation I'm like come on man It was a bad night in the office It was I, It was a bad night in the office And I think maybe at 154 It'll be a better night in the office That ref almost died It'll be a better night in the office I'm sorry I'm watching Michigan uh, In TCU I mean excuse me ECU right now But yeah man I just I don't know I don't know So what else we got going on That's pissing me off Alright this really pissed me off Let me find the post let me find. I sent it to Brother Rob. Let me see. Where is that? Where is that? Everybody sent me a bunch of stuff. I can't find the DM. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Something about the WBO and um, goddamn Tafimo Lopez, man. They okay. Here we go. So top rank seeks WBO super champion status for Tafimo Lopez. So what that means is Top Rank sent an official request to the WBO with hopes of naming junior welterweight champion Teofimo Lopez as the organization's super champion. A super champion 
gets certain privileges like being named mandatory challenger for a champion in higher or lower divisions, extended time and make mandatory title defenses, and more. WBO president Francisco uh, Valcaro Valcaro said to, told him ESPN. This is like when they tried to do the uh, franchise belt for the WBC for Canelo, but like on steroids, fam. This is disgusting. This is disgusting, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I just don't get it. I don't get it. Y'all just gonna let him do whatever he wants, man? How does... How is that okay with y'all? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing this. Anyway, <laughs> Canelo Charlo is 28 days away, so it's on the way, man. I'm excited for that. This is another thing. This is another one. Charlo, no, fam. He's not going to be Canelo. I'm sorry, he's not. Call me on this. He's not. He, he he's running away from Casazu. I mean, from Tim Zoo, Casazu's son. But. I watched. I'm excited for the fight, though. I, 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 maybe he'll make it look good, but I think Canelo. All he gotta do is catch him, man. He catch him is a wrap. Um, what else is going on in, inside the ropes? Apparently, we may be seeing Isak Cruz, Javante Davis, too. Not official yet, but we're gonna stay tuned on that. That fight. They say Tank wants to fight here in Baltimore, so I'll be there, no matter what. I will be seated. Will be seated for that. Um, anything else boxing related, man? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, you know, we just count down the days, the weeks, weekends to the Canelo fight. That bro, that's going to be a good card too. Like all overall, that all of the fights on that card could be bangers. Uh, we'll talk about it as, as we get closer to it. But uh, let's wrap this episode up with why I think it's time for Netflix to stop doing sports documentaries. Listen, I loved. The Untold series at first Like they had some good episodes on there You had the one with the Malice at the Palace um, What other Untold uh, What's the, with the hockey team The Thrashers That was good The Manti Teo one from this year was good But then you get Y'all hype up the Johnny Manziel one First of all you gave us a Jake Paul Nobody asked for Untold on Jake Paul I wish you could untell me everything I know about Jake Paul Why are you telling me that again Anything that y'all telling me should be untold. Because I don't give a damn. Then y'all, y'all hype up the Johnny Manziel one. And eh, it was alright. It didn't make me feel nothing though. No. Actually, yes it did. It made me feel like Johnny Manziel was just a privileged asshole. Ooh, I didn't mean to say that. But it's like, I tried, I used to try to give Johnny the benefit of the doubt for years. I'm like, oh, you know, he, was giving, he wasn't giving a fair shake. You know, he got drafted to Cleveland. But no, this guy was the worst. Still is. Horrible person. Hope a person Then Y'all gas up this Florida Gators documentary I mean I've seen TikToks Better than this damn documentary I have I've seen guys Sit in front of a green screen And, and tell me What happened in Florida Y'all ain't tell me Y'all ain't even scratch the surface apparently I didn't even waste my time watching it Four episodes And y'all y'all couldn't give us none of the nitty gritty Filthy Filthy man These are like fluff pieces Then I tried to sit and watch the steroid uh, Scandal one I almost I fell asleep on that Netflix what are we doing What are we doing Then you go over to Max Not HBO Formerly known as HBO Max Formerly known as HBO Go 
formerly known as HBO, and you give me a Oscar De La Hoya documentary. It was it three parts? I hate Oscar De La Hoya, but that was a hell of a documentary. Made me understand him a little more. Don't give a damn about him still, but it was like, oh damn, this guy's this guy's sick. Hell of a documentary. I love that documentary. Probably watch it again. What else they gave us? BS High about Bishop Sycamore High School. Pissed me off. Made me feel something. That's what a documentary is supposed to make you feel, bro. It's supposed to be good. You're supposed to give us the nitty gritty, behind the scenes stuff we want to see. Netflix is not doing that. Then they tried, but they tried too hard with the quarterback series because that series was trash. And I, I could not understand. I'm like, fam, I'm seeing my friends. I'm seeing people on Twitter big the series. I'm like, fam, are we watching the same thing? First of all, let's get into the quarterback selection. Pat Mahomes, all right, cool. I get it. He's MVP, but he is a boring guy. Sorry. Kirk Cousins? Really? And what the hell do I need to know about Marcus Mariota for? What are we talking about? What the hell are we doing? Fam, I tried to sit and watch it. And it wasn't even, like, really about the quarterbacks they picked. Oh, why is he? He just ran 15 yards. It was more so about the show itself. Like, like there was no continuity. It was like, all right. Like, the first episode, we'd be, like, week two or week one. And then, like, 15 minutes later, it's Christmas at the Mahomes house. I'm like, fam, we just missed eight weeks of football. What the hell? Like, they just kept jumping around. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm watching. It was like they did not edit the show. They just gave it to us. Raw. No edits. Like, nobody took the time to say, hey, maybe we should put this in order of weeks. Like, maybe we should go week one to week week 18. Nobody sat down and said that. I was I was genuinely confused. That's why I stopped watching. I was like, I don't want to see this. It's trash. It's trash. Don't act like it's not. I'm sorry. It was trash. And then they got renewed for a second season. Why? No. No. Netflix stopped. You know what else I watched this summer that I, I was hating? I tried to hate on, but I couldn't. I didn't finish it. I got to watch the episode. So I'm going to do that today. Hard Knocks. But Hard Knocks is always good. I don't care who was on there. I'm always going to watch Hard Knocks. But you compare that and it smacks again. HBO just killing it. Nobody, fam, leave it to the professionals. Leave it to the professionals. Then y'all talking about y'all doing a 10-part series on Jerry Jones. Who the hell? I don't even think Cowboys fans wants to see a 10-part series on goddamn Jerry Jones. Why? Then they also announced they doing like a last dance for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Is that what I saw? What? I don't know Netflix. I don't know. I don't know if it's the writer's strike that's beating y'all ass right now. Y'all just trying to come up with different things. But leave it. Leave the sports alone, man. He he need to leave leave that sport alone. Please, man. It ain't working for y'all. Well, well, everybody ain't working right now. So I guess y'all gotta try something. But this ain't working for y'all. Like you know what I mean. And it's like we gotta blame. 30 for 30 Because 30 for, they, All they do is produce bangers Over there at ESPN Films That's all they do Everybody looked During the pandemic Saw the success of The Last Dance And then they said Alright We're gonna do Man in the Arena Gave us 10 episodes of Brady Fire 
We're supposed to be getting 10 episodes of Serena Williams. I will be seated no matter what. We will be there for that. What other documentary? Peacock. Even Peacock got bangers. That Joe Montana documentary? Oh my God. That was fire. Then you already know WWE me. The Cody Rhodes documentary that dropped this summer? Fire. Even Peacock doing it right. Netflix can't do it right. Netflix needs to step away from the sports documentaries. And I don't want to see another untold documentary ever again. They suck. When I watch a documentary, I want to know what the hell is going on. Not something I already know. Especially when a show called Untold. It's called Untold, but you're telling the stuff we already know. What the hell is Untold about that? We already knew it. Untold means it ain't never been said before. To a microphone Like we ain't never really heard This officially But now y'all gonna confirm Y'all couldn't even do that Couldn't even do that That's a goddamn shame It's a shame It's a shame Goddamn Marcus Mariota On my damn TV Did he miss that? No good Give a damn about no damn Marcus Mariota Jesus Um Let's see What else Who else That's all I had on the docket I think man I think that's all I had on the dock. But, um, yeah, I, I am happy to be back. Obviously, as y'all can tell, I'm very excited. Um, let's see, a couple more house cleaning things. Like I did tell y'all, we gonna be, I'm going to be here Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, I got some other stuff cooking up, man. I can't tell y'all, man, but the pot the pot is boiling. Just know that. The pot is boiling. Um, let's see if anything else I missed before I get out of here. Um, fantasy football is back. We drafted already. Y'all wanna know who on my team? Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. Cause I'm going back to back. I'll, I'll put that on wax. I'm going back to back. Let me tell y'all who on my squad. So you already know my first pick. I went with the king. Obviously, duh. Got to go with the king. But um, my running back situation is crazy. I'm just running my roster down in order. I got Tua, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Dallas Goddard, Joe Mixon, uh, Myers from the Seahawks. I got the Cowboys defense: Tyler Algier, Jamal Williams, Brandon Ayuk. Odell Beckham Jr., DeAndre Hopkins, and Gerald Everett. Sound like I'm going back to back. That's what that's what I heard reading that roster. I'm going back to back, I fear. Not yet. I'm going back to back, man. Point blank. Point blank. Um, oh, good throw, JJ. All right, let me get y'all out of here. Listen, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Um, make sure you follow me on social media. Obviously, if you already have it. Follow me on X. It's not called Twitter anymore, I don't think. Last time I was here, it was called Twitter. So much has changed over the summer, man. It's crazy out here. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast account at Electrified Pod. Um, stay tuned for updates, man. I'm excited for the, the closing of this year. Um, the last four months of this year, you want to close off strong. And I'm not even just talking about, you know, the podcast. Just life in general, man. You know, we, we are in the, the home stretch of 2023. If you still have goals you have not accomplished yet, go go try to do them. Start start getting your goals ready for 2024. Um, Cause that's what I'm doing, man. You know. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again. Uh, make sure you go listen. You know, retweet, share, repost, all that good stuff. Um, anything else I got? For you? Yeah, hold on. Let me get an outro song ready. Should have queued that up already, but that's on me. Let me get it. Let me get it. Hold on. Oh yeah, we gonna oh yeah oh, oh yeah we're gonna play some money man to get y'all up out of here. Let's play some money man. Give me that fear no man. Y'all gonna hear that. 
Yeah, give me that. Now I'm get y'all up out of here. Hold on, make sure that's a clean version. Gotta have a clean version on here. Gotta be professional. All right, here we go. All right, so <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again for tuning in and for the 215th time. I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified. Can't sit back like Rosa Parks. Just hit your melon. Only respect on that telling on that telling. You might do life getting caught as a two time fellow with these weapons. All that money put in coffers way too often. I got some for y'all, know my lawyer ain't taking.